0: Welcome to We're Not Your Mothers with Barb and Beth, over 80 years of adulting experience.
1: We don't have all the answers, we just think we do. Uh, yeah.
0: Welcome back, our second podcast. Beth, are you ready to tell us about what's going on in your life? I'm kind of
1: excited to, that we're doing it again. How are you? How was I'm your night? Good.
0: Dog sitting. Oh yeah, I'm dog sitting five dogs. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, you're so
0: good. The upside is they have a built-in pool. <laughs> <laughs> the downside is there's five dogs.
1: <laughs> One is mine, so
0: it's really four dogs. But it's been it's been fun. Um, I feel like a lunatic 90 percent of the time, but it's been good.
1: It's good because it's nice how you have that relationship with your friends and then you watch their dogs they watch you so that you can go. That's why I do
0: it. I love it. I don't like my boy to be in a kennel so he's got his aunties that help him out (laughs) so he doesn't have to be in a kennel and I guess I'm
1: auntie too so auntie Barb come (laughs) in and take care of the, the pups. You know Barb you know what I always say you know I say it all the time everything's better with Barb.
0: She does say that all the time. It's quite the compliment.
1: It's quite the compliment. (laughs) And let me tell you how shocking it was the other day. When we were invited, of course you were invited, our friends, they were going to see somebody from The Bachelor. Yeah. I know you don't watch those shows. Not interested. Yeah, I don't don't watch The Bachelor. You can keep
0: all The Bachelors and The Bachelorette. (laughs) Barb. I, I I have my limits on reality TV, and I'm a bit of a snob about it, even though I watch... Probably a couple of the worst ones. (laughs) Big brother. I do love reality
1: TV. I do love reality TV. I don't watch this reality TV. I don't watch. But you you kind of cannot be in the world of, like, if you look at anything social media-wise and not know a little bit of what's going on.
0: And I'm just going to say this. I am so out of the loop that when I turn on my, like, news page... There's news stories about people. I'm like, who is that? Who is that? (laughs) And they're from HGTV, or they're from The Bachelor, or they're from A Bachelorette, or they're from Dancing with the Stars. Or they're a Kardashian. Oh, oh well, I do know who they are, unfortunately. Now stop. But I'm just gonna say, there are my news pages filled with strangers. Okay. And where you know, so and so's done this, and it's just like, do I even want to look and see what they're from? And the answer is sometimes I do, but most of the time I don't.
1: So anyway, so we were invited to go. Our friends own a company called Chicago Safari, and they have, it's like two Mercedes, I think they're called Sprinters, but they're like party buses. Yeah. And they were going, uh, One the other friend owns a bar called the Vintage Oak, which is a beautiful, beautiful bar. And they were like, we're going to go, and we're going to have a driver, and you and Barb and I was like, Barb can't go. I know dog sitting better with Barb. <laughs> Barb is dog sitting, so I went. And let me tell you, the uh, Wednesday night in a party bus, I was like, what are we rock stars? It was so mm-hmm. much fun. It was just a fun, fun night. The bachelor person's name was Kenny from uh, Bachelor in Paradise, and he.
0: Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh.
1: Barb, I don't. <laughs> please. So... Was he cute, at least? He was adorable, and he's from, like, the Oak Lawn area, and he uh, he was up at the lake last week, up at Sisters Lake, so you know I was loving all that, because I love uh, Sisters Lake. Did he
0: get a word in with anybody else? That's right, my question. I,
1: I'm going to tell you, I was quite the girlfriend, because there's a, we're sitting in a booth, and we're all kind of, you know, packed in. Now he comes up. I get out of the boot so he can sit next to the single girl that was with us. Oh, oh,
0: yeah.
1: Was that? Exactly. W- oh, yeah. So I, didn't know there I was. Let him, there was a, there was a single girl there, and but I how like,
0: much? But how much did you talk about Sisters Lakes with him? No,
1: them? I did not. <laughs> I talked about Sisters Lake before he came over to the table. I got so you. I, so was there
0: a love connection? Let's get right to love it. There was not a love
1: connection. There was not a love connection. But I was just, I'm just saying, I was a good girlfriend. I got up, I let him sit. I did not talk while they mm-hmm. were asking questions Unusual. about the Unusual. And then, <laughs> but it was a little bit when I said to him, now tell me, what is your name again? And oh, I yeah. was like, oh my God, this is He's this is like, you're funny. here to
0: see me, you should at least know my well, name. Well,
1: it wasn't really just, uh, it wasn't like that I mean, wasn't it event. an
0: event, was it promoted no, as an event? No, it was event? not a
1: promotion. He was just going to be there. We we, just, we knew he was going to be there. They knew he was going to be there, and they're all big Bachelor fans. And that's how oh. I knew about some of this stuff is because, you know, they recap it the next day at work, and oh. the girls would talk about it and stuff. So, um, mm. you know, like we talk about all the shows, This Is Us and whatever, yeah, whatever right. we're watching. And I would just like to say I do love the Kardashians, so there you go, Barb. All right. Anyway.
0: See, we so don't think exactly we like We do not think like. I that. try to cut her brakes, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it was it was a fun um it was a fun Wednesday night. It was a fun Wednesday night. I wore something like like a fuchsia blazer where I thought Oh boy oh, it's September. Really do I need to wear fuchsia right now? And I did with white pants with off white shoes though so. But anyway Wait so a second. You wore white crazy. pants after Labor Day? Yeah, I absolutely did. I'm a rebel. What a rebel. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that was it. So I did find some questions. So you want to start with a question so we can...
0: Yes, let's start with a question so you don't have to listen to us drone on about our lives. Oh, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... By the way, my dog's name is Eli, and he's Uh lovely. He is a good dog. He's a very good dog. He is a very good dog, yeah. Let me see. Except for, you know, when you say, I was out walking the dog and I fell. I I haven't fallen.
0: I haven't fallen in a long time. He's a lot better than my last dog. She... If I fell she would just keep walking. I'm mean, like continuing this walk. He cares. He circles back. <laughs> but he oh. um but I he's a better he's gentler to walk.
1: Right. Oh so. okay. So you're not falling as much. No, well, I don't fall. You know, my, you balance my balance yeah. is getting better.
0: My balance is getting better.
1: Oh yeah, that's because you do that stuff at the gym. Yeah.
0: I've been there going to the gym and yeah. I and I'm working on my balance. I'm I've been a faller my whole life.
1: I don't think, I don't know how many days it's been, but I haven't fallen for a while. Oh, Barb, I'm so proud of you. I know. Okay, so here we go. So this is the question, and you know, I was like, thank God I have a podcast that I can absolutely, because yeah. we're podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people
0: won't get sick of that. Uh, no,
1: not, not at all. <laughs> They're not tuning at
0: into all. a podcast, and we can't stop saying the word <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. It's like saying, we're on the radio. We're on the radio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look it, I'm on the TV. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so this was the question, and it says, I have an amazing girlfriend. She's intelligent, funny, successful, incredibly caring. Very nice. My girlfriend is also a mother and has an 8-year-old daughter. I don't have the same level of emotional intelligence as my girlfriend, but I get along well with her daughter. We read, watch movies, and play board games together. So he sounds like a nice guy.
0: Are we assuming that it's a him?
1: Pardon me? Are we assuming it's a him? Yes, Barb, we're assuming it's a him. Okay. Yes, it is because it, yes, it absolutely is a him. Because then this question wouldn't matter so much. Okay. Okay. There is one recurrent issue that's coming between my girlfriend and me. Although her daughter has her own bedroom, my girlfriend lets her sleep in bed with us frequently. My girlfriend also gets up early, leaving me in bed with an eight-year-old girl. I would never in a million years do anything, but I also don't think that situation is remotely a good idea. My girlfriend insists her daughter is just scared and does not want to leave her alone at night. Their bedtime routine already involves soothing her daughter by putting her to bed in her own bedroom and falling asleep together. But her daughter will wake up and get next to her. I often carry her back to her own bedroom but get looked at like I'm being cruel. And he doesn't want to be cruel. He doesn't want to Um, be cruel. Right, so first of all, what are your thoughts on that?
0: My thoughts on that are, that's a huge ask of the girlfriend well, Barb,
1: a huge ask of the girlfriend. This is absolutely ridiculous. Well, no,
0: I don't. I just mean like, well, there's there's some situational stuff, I guess. Like, how long have they been going out? And is this what? the girl is eight years old? But have they been dating
1: since she was three years old? Barb, it does not matter. I, I how mean, long it doesn't. Have been dating? I, it's an eight-year-old girl in the bed with a man. And the and the girl once
0: the, the girlfriend goes to work. <laughs> Yeah, that I don't know. What I,
1: is wrong with this girl? With this mother? I don't know. That is crazy. It's not. I cannot even be kind of okay with it. I, it's horrible. Well, the thing Put is, the is daughter in the bed. First of all, she's eight years old. I'm going to tell you what I did with the very good people that I raised, <laughs> and believe me, they could have gotten in the bed if they wanted to. But this is my issue. My one, my second daughter. If she would get in the bed, she would start like. You know, like laying next oh, to yeah. us, and then do that turnaround. Oh yeah, where I had it afraid. too.
0: Where you're the H, and they're the the bar across. And well, no, like- and then
1: she would do the <laughs> turn, and I was so afraid I was going to be kicked in my nose at night or something. And I was oh, so like, it was okay. really all about you. T- totally, but no, <laughs> it was just it was not good. Nobody was sleeping well. No, Nobody no sleeps one sleeps well like that. We have a queen size bed. Nobody sleeps well like that. So I always tell my girls they can always come in our room, always. Mm-hmm. But you bring your blanket and you bring your pillow and you make a little cubby and get on the floor. Yeah, that, and it's always carpeted floor. Get on the floor and come in our room. Of course, yes. If you need to do. You're that. welcome of in course. the. You're
0: welcome in the room. I just think. I think that he's. I don't mean to minimize his distress. Right. Well, you are. No, I don't oh, mean. To you
1: minimize his distress. His oh, yeah. distress. Yes, you are
0: though. I. I totally get it. I think it's, I think it's ripe for issues in the future, it, you know, whether or not there's any, you know, sexual abuse. It's, it, when they break up, she, she, the girlfriend could say all kinds of things, you well, know? exactly. You're putting yourself in a... I do think that w- women in general that are m- going into different relationships and bringing kids along into those relationships really, really have to put their kids first, and she is because her f- child is afraid, but she isn't because she's, <laughs> because she's putting her daughter in a, I don't know, I don't know, because I don't want to assume everybody's a sexual predator. I just think it's, it is problematic, and I agree with your solution a pallet on the floor kids can sleep on floors no one thinks they can but they can
1: oh and, totally just go sleep on the, of course
0: you know put pillow in a blanket buy a little blow-up mattress whatever there's nothing
1: wrong with her being in the room oh barb i would not be doing a blow-up mattress why the girl is eight years old well it's it like could stand not under the fire with the mattress for god's sake it's like get in your bed sleep in your bed if you need to come in that room come in the room but, it you sound quite the, cold. Oh, I know, but I just, <laughs> I do. I know I do on this, but I cannot believe that a woman would put her child in bed with a man who's not the baby's father. I just, right. it is mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. People, don't put your children in bed with uh, with people that are not their parents. Right. There, there you go. I don't care if he acts like the parent. I don't care about any of that.
0: Well, first of all, just the f- idea that he's writing to someone and is uncomfortable with the situation should be ad- addressed. He should be able to say that not to an advice columnist or to Barb and Beth,
1: oh, but, right, exactly. but
0: to his girlfriend. This doesn't feel right to me. I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm, you know, it has nothing to do with, you know, predatory behavior. It makes me uncomfortable, exactly. I, and I, I don't want to do it. It's just the same thing. Well, I'm not going to say it's not the same thing, but you know, dog in a bed. Not everybody's into into
1: it. I would die before I had a dog. You know, we have our Paisley, and my boyfriend loves Paisley. There's no doubt. Paisley, I mean, she is a cute little beagle. She's adorable. All of that. She's very, she can be very loud. You might hear her in the background sometimes. Yeah, might. But she's, um, she's a good dog. She's a good dog. And Ed absolutely does love her, without a doubt. I am so grateful that he has never been like the dog should get in the bed. Yeah. Never. So that would never have gone with me. Never. But I know people like dogs in their bed, and everybody gets to sleep in their own bed themselves. But as an adult person, puts an, uh, put your dog in your bed, live it up. But do not put your 8-year-old child or 4-year-old or 12-year-old or 2-year-old child. In bed with in your bed boyfriend with you and then go to work? your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not even saying that he is a bad guy. No, it's not, not at all. Not, about him, it's just not a good situation. It's it doesn't seem to situation. be a good situation. It's not a good situation at all. I think a lot all. of times. And he's, he's telling her. Yes. This is not right. Right. And it's not that you're being mean. First of all, why do people always think that it's like being mean to children? There are boundaries. There And are. this is a boundary. That's a boundary. You do not come in our room when the door is closed. I just
0: do see a lot of times, and I have mean, a lot of relatives that eat. Um, you know, they have second and third and fourth relationships, and the kids get, you know, taken along on all of those. And they're just trying to make a family, and I get it. But too, too much too soon is... And I don't mean even mean sleeping in the same bed. I, I just mean... In
1: general, too much too soon. Too much... Soon. Don't like, they have her calling daddy after three Trying
0: weeks. to make ready-made families right. and trying to make everything just like, you know... Like, erasing whoever is the father and moving this other person in is very problematic. And I just, I don't know, it makes me really uncomfortable. And you wonder sometimes, am I supposed to feel this way about this new person? You know, Mm -hmm. just because, you know, my cousin dated him for six weeks. (laughs) <laughs> and now has brought him into her family. I I don't know. It just I think so many people are just they just want to be in love and they want to be in a relationship and they want to make a happy family for their kids. And sometimes I think it just gets rushed.
1: I think, I agree. I think I wonder. You know, uh, this would really be for a very long pa- podcast if we got into this. But it's like I see people now in their twenties and they're just living really good, fun lives. Right. And I think some of them I know would really, they want to be in relationships and stuff. And part of me thinks, I get that. I can remember, I mean, I didn't meet Ed till I was 28, but I never, and you girls, you know, the rest of the friends were getting married and stuff. I never felt like, uh, oh, I need a boyfriend or, oh, I need... You know, I want to be married. I never was a person like I watched those shows, say yes to the dress or whatever. Years ago, my girls would have it on, and we'd watch it. And I would, I was never that person who. Oh, I've known about my wedding day my whole life. I never was that person, so I, I guess I don't. Maybe I can't relate to it so much. But I see them in their twenties, and I think
0: enjoy your twenties.
1: It, it's really, <laughs> it's like enjoy a time in your life where you have no one else to worry about because as soon as you have as soon as you're in a relationship and you want it you want to worry about that person you want to be concerned about that person you want somebody else to care about I totally get it but there is something to be said about having your own money doing traveling when you want going out when you want uh, just having kind of a carefree life and then when you when you do settle down if, if I could just tell my uh, one very quick story. A quick yeah. story? A quick, yeah. um, Years ago, I worked for Swiss Airlines, and um, and I had already had my girls. And one day, I get a call from one of the girls from Swiss Air. Again, another group of really good girlfriends are my Swiss Air friends. Love them. Hello, girls from Swiss Air. Um, hopefully, so, they're listening. Oh, hopefully, they will be. <laughs> So anyway, so one of, they called and one I think Liz it was called and said we're going to Paris, over Fourth of July, and I forget the one person was going to come with us and she was you know she spoke four or five different languages, she was coming with us, which is always good to have a French speaker when you're in France. I wouldn't so, know. Well, I yeah. So, I'm not anyway. a world
0: traveler. I'm a traveler, but not a world traveler.
1: So then, uh, they said. And we have a ticket for you because of course you know we flew for nothing and we uh we have a flat and we want you to come with us and i was like oh my god so of course i get on the phone my boyfriend and he's like absolutely go and so i am like that morning i was like oh my god i'm going to paris i am so excited i'm gonna have so much fun and i look out my window in the backyard my girls are in the backyard playing in the sandbox and and, oh, my God, they're just the cutest things. And I'm looking at them, and I'm thinking, I'm not going to Paris over Fourth of July. Fourth of July is like a, a family kind of holiday. Yeah, barbecue. My mom was always so good about uh, watching my girls. And, you know, Ed was like, your mom will be around and stuff. Well, I have a brother who lives out of state, and he would come home over Fourth of July mm-hmm. and we'd go up to the lake. And, you know, I... My mom wanted to do fun things with him. Right. She didn't necessarily want to, you know, just be with little kids. So even though she was with them a lot when he was home, they did more adult fun kind of gambling. They would go to the casinos or po- whatever they would do, visit people, okay. and go to the lake. So um, at that time, I thought, oh, I'm not going. And even at that then, I realized I had done a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so I did not feel like I was missing out. It was yeah. not like, you know what, I cannot believe because I have children now I have to go. Because I, I, now I can't go. I can't go because I have other responsibilities. It wasn't like that. It was like, you know what, like, I want to stay home. Yeah. I want to be home with my boyfriend. I want to be home with my girls. And I think... You got to do sparklers. I got what? You have to do sparklers. Oh, we got sparklers, of course. <laughs> So I mean so we did, it, it my my whole point was is because I had had really a very long time of just doing what I wanted right when when that time was over I was okay with it I, I felt that way too
0: I did feel that way too um and and actually I do have this like visceral reaction when anybody ever tells me that they're kids are getting married and they're like 21 or 20 or I just I'm like oh my heart hurts for them and it's like not because they found their love of their life or blah 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 it's because you're missing out on those those years those adult years when you just get to be about yourself and your yeah, friends,
1: exactly. Oh my my God! And you know I how I have that horrible poker face.
0: Yeah, she does not have a <laughs> poker face.
1: <laughs> we were at, oh, my one my oh my oldest daughter. She was not so happy with me, but we were at a sorority thing, like at the end of the year, and it was a mother daughter kind of sorority lunch. Oh, was I at that? Oh, no, a lunch. Okay. A, it was a lunch, and we're at a table, and the one mom was. She's like. Oh, we're all excited. We're we're planning so and so's wedding, and I was like, her wedding. I mean, and you could see all over because <laughs> they face. were still in college. They were graduating. Oh, they that were year.
0: graduating.
1: And then I think this girl. she... No
0: answered. offense to those of you who gra- who got married young. That's fine. I just it it's just my own reaction, and yeah. clearly Beth has. Oh the my same. god! It was
1: my total reaction, and of course it was <laughs> all over my face, and and my daughter afterwards was like mom (laughs) oh i know i just couldn't and the truth is i know just because i think it should be like that but again it's perspective i do know people who were who did not have any of that and did kind of regret it but then again i know people who married their high school sweetheart and they i have one friend who absolutely has the life that she always wanted and i always look at her and i think and she's very, very happy with it. She and she got knew, married when? She got married right out of college to a guy she dated from high school. They went to the same high school. They went to the same college. Um, they got married. I think he graduated a year before her. They got married when she graduated. Mm-hmm. They had a child right away. Everything that she wanted, like she knew she wanted, um, she got. And she and she. she, made it she happen. raised very good people. And she's still happily married. Yeah. And uh, one
0: of our friends got married at 21, and like it was just it was such a foreign concept, and to me, that you know to think about getting married so young. But she's still married, no regrets, more than 40 years. Yeah. Lovely kids, you know the whole thing. Everybody gets to make their own choices, but well, right, it's, exactly. you know. But I just have that. I don't know, it's just like in me, like, you know, travel, you know, do experience things before you settle. Because your life totally changes. It well, really we're, does. we're
1: living a very long time. Yeah. Because I, I know the person you're talking my about, plan her too. mother would have been... Like, her mom was probably like, oh, my daughter is 21. She's an old maid.
0: Yeah, she was She's, like that. <laughs> Yeah,
1: she absolutely was. But she, she was from was. A,
0: a different time, too. Yeah, so. she was from
1: a different time, and I think a lot of it with some people of that time, some women of that time, they were afraid their daughters would take a path of, you know... Being sle what they would call sleazy or something. It was oh, like oh yeah
0: promiscuity yeah, or whatever.
1: Right. There was I think there yeah. was some concern I mean, it was the
0: seventies, not the fifties, the but right. there were the still some people who had fifty ish ideas in the seventies that was you know uh, regarding women and sexuality and things like that.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt. All did right. Did your mom so and dad ever talk? Were you like ever like oh you've got to be married? My mom, we never ever. Talked no,
0: about I did that. live. With my husband before I got married, oh, and that God. was, I know, Beth has opinions on that too, but I had some, some circumstantial issues, and my mom was not a fan of it, and, you know, I preemptively <laughs> got on that, oh, yeah, wh- why is he going to buy the cow when he can get them for oh, free? <laughs> and she goes, I was not going to say that, <laughs> but we had a good laugh about it, and then she said, well, you know, I'm not for it, and I said, Okay. Duly noted. Did it anyway. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and just like when someone of somebody that you know wanted you to talk to their daughter about yeah. doing the same, thing. they was thing. like, "Oh,
0: you lived with your you lived with your spouse before you were married. My daughter wants to do the same. Will you talk her out of it?" So we go to Applebee's, have a lovely little lunch.
1: Where America does business.
0: Yeah, and I said, "You know, you're 21." You know, once you settle into this living in situation, he's your person. And every time, you know, you go out and you meet some cute guy or whatever, you have to say, well, because she had only known him for like six weeks. So we didn't know it was going to be a love thing yet. They, right. She was tired of driving to his apartment or whatever the yeah, deal was. Exactly. And so we're just going to cohabitate. And I was like, well, now you're making him your person because you are cohabitating, you're living together with him you know, you can't like go out and meet other people or, you know, even entertain the thought of meeting other people. And she took it all in and then, you know, thanked me for lunch and then said and then said, Oh, I'm gonna head for home and I go, Going home to pack and she goes, Yep. (laughs) I made absolutely no impact on her whatsoever. And that's fine. Her I did her mom a favor. Her mom wanted me to talk to her because yeah, I think her mom recruited me because I was divorced so it was like she was trying to say like well maybe you should talk to my daughter so she can see that it doesn't always work out (laughs) I (laughs) I don't know what the deal was but you know were you
1: divorced I I didn't realize I I might not
0: have been divorced at that time but I I don't know why she thought I was going to have some insight into it I didn't think um, I, I don't know it was living together was fine I think marriage and children changed our relationship again. Oh, living yeah. T- living together sure. didn't really change our relationship that much because I still did all my own things <laughs> and went on all my <laughs> own trips and did all that stuff. And, you know, we weren't like tied at, you know.
1: We at the hip. Were, no,
0: we weren't because he wasn't a vacation kind of a guy and I am. And he worked tons of hours. He did. He worked a lot. So we had sort of our relationship didn't really change until after we hit, we were married and had kids, but um, but anyway. But she
1: thought you would have some insight to it. She
0: did. It was it was kind of cute. I mean, I think she was really like beside herself trying to, because I think she thought her daughter was making a mistake, beca- a mistake because it was a very new relationship. But you know, fast forward, they're married and have a daughter, and everything's fine. That seems to be just fine. So, you know, maybe she knew what she was talking about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and the mom and our friend that did that absolutely loves her son in law. Loves him. Loves him. Loves him. So, absolutely. you know, anyway, um, should we do another question? Yeah. Um, we we, really, we I think we've come to a consensus that the boyfriend has some accurate misgivings about this situation. And needs to talk to, have a frank conversation with his girlfriend.
1: Okay, I think we could leave it right there.
0: Yeah. Well done. Instead buddy. of, you know, ripping into the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants a family. She wants a cute family. Oh, That's all.
1: Get, her, get her daughter out of the bed. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to the next question. So this is titled Along for the Ride. How much say does a husband actually have in family planning? My wife and I have two incredible and healthy children, but I am facing a blockade when it comes to the conversation about having a third. So then it goes on to say why he wants a third child and stuff, and it it's the 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 wife has said, you know, we're putting this on pause. I've have two pause children. Pause or done? Well, at first she said pause, and then uh, he revisited it six months later. And she's like, it's still on pause. And now he's very frustrated, thinking that, why is it all her decision? Well, it's her body, but I mean, yes, that's what it is. So, um, And
0: also, well, I, I mean, we don't know that much about their relationship. But there's a reason she wants to stop, and it's a valid one, clearly. Either physically, she doesn't want to carry more children, or emotionally, she feels like two children is all that she can deal with right right I and i think, think that's fair i i think it's sort of disingenuous for people with no children to try to make deals pre you know pre-children right, to say oh we want four children and we're on the same page because you don't know what life is going to carry
1: you well, know i think, bring to you i think the One of the things that you absolutely cannot explain to somebody, there's like no words for it, is... The change in your life after you yes. have a child. There are no words for it. No. You cannot explain that at all to anybody. No. You can say, oh, about the sleep, and then people are thinking, ah, eh, you know, I can party till two or three and still go to work sometimes. Right. right. But then that night, you get to come home and just chill and not have to do anything. Right. When there are children, it's, it's every day repetitive, you know. Every day. Every single day. they it, there's a lot of work to children. There's no doubt about it. But I, I do have a little perspective on this, if you...
0: Love to hear it.
1: <laughs> I didn't think that you wouldn't
0: have perspective on it. Well, I do it.
1: have some perspective on it. I, myself, I... Um, my boyfriend and I, when we were getting married, we had the talk. We were not having children. That we both agreed to it. No, no children. It was, we had our niece, and we loved our niece, and um we were you know we totally enjoyed her but i worked for an airline and we were just like let's live that kind of a life and then we have lauren when we when we want to be around a child or whatever Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so that was fine i remember my sister-in-law they were moving and out of state and she was like do you want me to save this uh baby furniture and we were like no we, we really don't want you to we don't need it so that was that so now we're married, I I don't know, a couple years, I guess, and my boyfriend is out of town and he calls and he says, what do you think about having a baby? And I said, oh, I think it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I was thinking about it. He said, I was at Derryville, which as a side note, was the first job I ever had was at Derryville. But anyway, he was there and he said, I saw this guy and he had two little girls and he said, "I." I want that. I I saw it, and it made me change my mind about it. And I was like, oh, you're kidding. And I am not like, you know, I'm not really that good of a wife. I don't really cook. I don't know how to cook. I don't, you know.
0: I'm keeping my mouth closed. Because she said, I don't really cook. She does not cook. No, I
1: do not cook. I she do not does.
0: Cook. I mean, her stove has never turned on.
1: Uh, the other day, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I forgot I have to buy an oven. Yeah. Because it has not worked for a while. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but, I, and I just thought, I just, I don't know. I cannot plan my life that far in advance. I never was somebody that was like, oh, you know about being a mother and stuff, never, ever. In fact, I remember being out with the Swiss Air girls one night and there were three of us and uh, Liz was there and Julie Val was there. And uh, we were talking and Liz was like, oh, I know for sure I don't want children. I was like, oh, I, I know too. And then, and Julie was like, I definitely, I know in my, my heart, I want, it's something I want. And we were like, oh, okay. But anyway, so, you know, Ed was just like, you know, think about it. And I said, okay. And then we talked a little bit more about it, and the next thing you know, I'm pregnant, and I was so excited to be pregnant. I was so happy about it. Um, I, It was just... It changed your whole perspective. Was, exactly, but I have thought to myself over the years, I wonder what it would have been like if I had been... I am afraid to do this. And that is what it more was, is that will I be a good mom you know i'm fun at a birthday party and fun with you know (laughs) with the niece or whatever but like to actually be the mom and make sure that you do things that you're the right way and stuff i just was afraid and as soon as i was pregnant i was just i was so happy about it ed was so happy about it i mean our parents my, my dad had passed away and the thing is is that my dad had passed away and My mom would say she never thought she would be uh, happy again until then. Our daughter was born because she was the first grandchild. Yeah, and it just changed the family. It changed, you know, our first baby changed my mom's life, my brothers and I, my sister. My sister was so good; she was over all the time with the baby. We we were so excited as a family to have a baby, and I will say. It was the best decision ever made Ed, that i ever made for the two of us. But I did know that I, if I were going to have one baby, I was going to have a second baby, and so you know, when you're 33 years old and just starting to plan it, it was like, oh well, if we're going to do this, it's like yeah. one baby and then one baby again. So they're 13 months apart, and I did I did like that too because we were in the same things at the same time. Right. You yeah. know, like. The bitty balls or the, mm-hmm. you know, like, they were, they just enjoyed the same things at the same time. So, it, we, I kind of faced that, but I, I faced it, but I wasn't like this situation where one is taken a hard line one way and the other one, a hard line the other way.
0: Well, I would just have to say, I'm on, I'm uh, back to our situation where the husband wants more children and the wife is... Putting the brakes on it, and he feels like she's gone back on a deal. She made it. If she, if they made some family planning deal before they had children, I, I I'm going to give her a pass. She gets to absolutely, go back. Absolutely. She gets to go back on it because I wanted. I have two children, and I wanted more, but I. Then my husband said, "Well, we can't just have one more. We have to have two more, because." The even
1: thing—that's my thing. It
0: isn't just about the even. It was about my first two are close in age, and then I let us a, a gap go, mm-hmm. and then he didn't think that that was fair for the third child to to be on the outs with that because of the age span. And I said, "Well, I'm not having two more because we don't have the money mm-hmm. like to send to college and to do." Uh, I I could see. I mean, we were already. Not wealthy, and it was like you kind of could see that this is really going to be a financial strain to to put two more kids through school mm-hmm. and well, mm-hmm. first of all, not just college but sports but and the sports, yeah. all of the stuff. And I just was like, oh well, no, I guess we're done then, you know. And, right. and that's where we came. That's what we did. And it was no hot, you know, no big discussion. It was kind of like, nope, we're good with our two, and and I stand by that. I am yeah. I'm good with my two. I, I love it when people have big families, though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I good for them. Absolutely. I, I absolutely, absolutely
1: love it. But both people have to be on board. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. Because it's not the same anymore of, like, where one person was at home and one person... Right. You know, when you took care of everything at the house. And when, I, when my girls were little and I didn't work and I took care of everything that was at my house and Ed worked, he not only worked, he went... And he he finished his undergrad and then went for his masters and and believe me I was very very proud of him of what he was doing and I was very happy to be at home doing what needed right. to be done on our side I did not feel like he was out seeing the world and I was home with children I still worked part time at Swazir but it it was good it was I would think it was a very good time in my life but I do remember thinking that. A third baby right away again yeah like you know my girls are 13 months apart and then i was i thought oh my god am i pregnant again i remember thinking i i do not i yeah and this is why it has nothing to do with the love or the money it had nothing to do with any of that i to me when i see the people who are more structured than i am
0: they mm-hmm. seem
1: to do a really good job of it, and I'm a fan of structure for kids. Yeah, but I was, I was not so much like that. I was not like, okay, now we're up and we, you know, we have our breakfast for, for the certain time. We watch Blue's Clues. We watch, you know, I don't know. I just was not structured. And I do want to say, when my girls were little, I did cook now I mean I did. They had a meal every night. It would it might have been chicken and rice or chicken and broccoli or something, but it oh. wasn't anything fancy. But they, I did do something, and then that kind of changed too. But anyway, after <laughs> the years went by, but um, it was, it was absolutely my, you know, the best decision. I was. It was again perspective. It was like I didn't know. My aunt would say to me your children are your future. And I would think, oh, Aunt Mary, what, what do you even mean by that? <laughs> and, um, cause I would say, no, we're no, you really. know, it's in my
0: future, Paris.
1: Yes. Well, you know what? I, I can remember Ed and I, we would be in bed and we would have like, we would do a marathon. Ugh, of don't get into this now. <laughs> we don't uh, PG. No, I'm just saying we could have been out like a Saturday night. And then on my, on Sunday, it's like, Oh, let's just get in bed and watch M T V and we would watch M T V and then order a pizza and mm, and then get yeah. up and go to work on Monday. You know, I yeah. mean it was like so totally fun. And um, I don't know. It, it but it was a good it was a good change. And and you know, this is it. I I see Ed and his girls and I will tell you, they love him. Yeah. They absolutely they tolerate me barely <laughs> I sent a Fair. text. I sent a text to my cousin the other day. Uh, she had reached out to me, and she's like, "How is everything going there?" And I said, "Well, I don't see the girls that often." I said, "It seems like I annoy the hell, I annoy the hell out of them without even trying." And she yeah. wrote back, and her husband is in the hospital, and she was like, "That absolutely had me laughing." And yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it because this <laughs> is the truth. I do. I try not to annoy them." But it seems I'm, I'm very good at it. So I'm getting better. Yes. Barb gave me some very good advice a few weeks ago. I try
0: to give her it some It was advice. good
1: advice. And that's, again, to our point that we're not too old to learn things. And her, Barb said to me, go ahead, tell them what you said about, where did you get this advice from? Oh,
0: I got it off of, I saw it on a video, and it was about how to not have a toxic relationship with your adult children, and the very first point was, do not give unsolicited advice about anything to your adult children, and that, when it comes to jobs, if they ask you for advice,
1: give it to them. If they don't ask you, try to keep your mouth shut. Oh my god. And it's, it's hard. So, yes, it's very it's very hard to go from and believe me, my girls are well into their 20s. I have, you know, yeah. I mean, it's not like it just happened the other day where you can't give advice. They have always been independent thinking and mm-hmm. you know, not always wanting my advice on stuff. And but there are there were times where I thought I was like, you know, staying back and just listening yeah. to what they were saying and i can think of a couple times where i had to say i have something to say to you and i want you to listen to what it is and then i always they, but it was it advice it was my opinion and advice because i thought things might have been going off a track kind of a thing i was like i need to get i'm listening to you i know what you want to say i understand where you're coming from on this i totally get it and i'm going to give you a little leeway until it got to a point where I was like, okay, you need to listen to what I have to say about this. Oof, and, that seems like problematic. Well, it wasn't. It, I thought, I think at that time it was um, well received. Oh,
0: well, it I love very you well that. received.
1: It was very well received. But the point is, is that it does, it's hard to have these people in your lives that when they put that baby in your arms, mm-hmm. like, even truly before they put the baby in your right. arms, the whole time you're pregnant. I. You know, you worry about this and that and every other thing. And I can't imagine the girls now, the women now, because everything, it's all on their app about this and about oh, that. Oh, yeah. We didn't have all that information. They have a lot and of and information sometimes now. ignorance
0: is bliss. It was in my case.
1: You know? Times it, two. <laughs> sometimes it is. So, you know, so you worry about them all the time. And so all it is is really... Because they
0: care. Well, because the thing we is, care. is,
1: and but the thing is, I wanted to be an independent person too. Exactly. Like so I said, I totally my mom didn't it, really want know. me
0: to move in with my boyfriend, and I didn't care. I didn't yeah. care what she wanted, and I was young. Yes. I was only twenty-one. Um, I don't know. I I mean, we all get to those our twenties and think we know it all. Of course, we don't. And my mom had lots of good advice, right. and I, you know, and right. some I took and some I didn't, but. I think that maybe you can... I will say this. I'm going to confess. I have two rules. I do not give my adult daughter unsolicited advice, but I have to with my son because he needs it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's a little bit more... He's kind. He's a little bit more receptive about... He takes it, and sometimes I have to say it three or four times, but eventually he'll say, you know what I did? I took, you know, I did what you said I should do. And I'm I'm like, ah, it warms my heart. Oh, my God. I mean, we do have, you know, it's your own relationships. And each
1: person is different. And each
0: person is different. And
1: your two children are quite different. Right. But if I... Well, they're a boy or a girl. But
0: still, I just, I knew from the beginning that my daughter was... Not that she didn't want to listen to me or whatever, but I, she just didn't think I had the answers. And I thought back on my own relationship with my mother, and I didn't think she had the answers either. Mm-hmm. I thought she was from a different time, mm-hmm. and she wasn't in with the in crowd or whatever the deal was. Right. I, I, It was easy for me to... To dismiss some of the things that she said. Now, in hindsight, I look back and I think she was quite wise.
1: Of course, and you know what I think is interesting? I have a friend and she is at least 10 years older than me. I call her, um, and she's a professor. And I met her because we were both, well, I mean, I can get into this some other time, but I did have an illness and I was having radiation, and she was, I would, refer to her as well I refer to her as the professor but she was my radiation friend too so anyway she is somebody who is older than I am and I I do like getting her perspective on things sometimes it's sometimes I do miss having my mom who would you know totally wiser totally you know probably did have good advice if I had ever listened to it but it's there's something about talking to somebody who is older than you I, I it's kind of comforting and I and I wanted to give advice to somebody that I knew was going through a hard time and so I I even reached out to to my friend uh the professor and I said to her what do you think about this and and she gave me her her advice and and i shared the advice and the, the advice was well received i think but i don't know i think we don't i think sometimes talking to somebody helps
0: it does and I, and, and so like there's such a, you know like you can have a rule like don't give unsolicited advice to your adult children but if they're receptive to it and they value it then do it it doesn't have to be a hard rule you have to gauge your the receptions that you get from your from right. your People, particularly your children.
1: I agree. I agree. And you know what? And the thing is, sometimes with kids is that at one time they're very open to. Oh yeah, they want
0: your help. Right. What and should the, I do? What about that? They're like,
1: oh good, I'm going to help again, and they're like, eh.
0: Yeah, I mom, stay they, out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh okay, this time I'm going to gonna stay it. out of it.
1: I have been since you told me that, Barb. I have been working on it, which. Um, Is not easy for me, but I I think I've been doing a good job because in the end, I would feel like I was a total failure if I ended up not having a good relationship with them. Right. And I think things can change once you're you know once people are more settled down and stuff i think things do change mainly because your mother is the one who makes herself available to you the entire time like when you have a baby or Mm -hmm. your life changes your friends are doing things everybody has their own things but your mother is the one who wants to know every single thing about the baby every single thing about your life everything right how can i help how can i help and then that's kind of when you're like uh, so
0: yeah it's good to because relationships, and so you have to do, gauge uh, how your, you know, interference, for want of a better word, is being um, taken.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you one more quick story, and then I think we can end our podcast yep, we can end today. it. So, when my daughters were, they were in college... And I walked into the girls in the uh, department where I used to work, and there are two younger girls, they're younger women than me, you know quite. I could be their mother for sure and I said to them, and I think they were probably in their they were in their twenties for sure, and I said to them, "I clearly am doing something wrong, and I want to to be better, I want to be better." Do you have advice for me? What are your thoughts on it? And one of them, Taylor, said, (laughs) Well, you know, sometimes you say things that you think are funny that might not be funny. And I was like,
0: What? I've had that said to me as well.
1: Well, clearly Taylor gave me, that was not a very good observation. (laughs) No, it was a very, very good observation. And I was like, Oh, and I and Dawn, she, you know, they both, well, Dawn threw me under the bus with that one, too. They both agreed to that, that Ooh, maybe I shouldn't always say, say, oh, very careful. <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't always say, but my point is, is that I was always trying. I always yeah. have been trying. And I think that for our listeners, that are young listeners, if you could think, if you have a good mom and you know your mom loves you, you know it's because... She may make you as wacky as all hell, but you know it's because she loves you. Right. And that's what it comes down. Oh, love. That's a good place to end. <laughs> that is a good place to end. Yeah. Right. Well, how many more days do you have with the dogs? Um, Three more days three with more the dogs. Days. Very good. Yep. And then a visit out to your yep. grandchildren. Then I get to go nice. see my
0: granddaughters. I'm so excited. But, yeah, if you have questions and yes. you want to write to us, um, write. To I mean not right. Email. Email. I keep saying it.
1: That's okay.
0: We are not your mothers. One word at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, hit
1: subscribe. Right. And about the subscribe, to those of you who don't know, because Barb know. was like, ugh, I'm not saying subscribe. I'm like, <laughs> Barb, we have to say subscribe because subscribe is a way of tracking if we have listeners. Right. And it's not that somebody's going to come to your door and try to sell you something because he's subscribed. It's just letting us know that we have listeners and that. Um, uh, people are interested in maybe what we have to say. Right, and we, we
0: did make sort of a, a loose handshake deal that we were going to give this, the old college try, yep. for six months. And if we're talking into the void and we don't have anybody listening, we'll go back to the pool
1: and just And we we'll just solve the problems we'll ourselves. We'll solve our
0: problems ourselves exactly. and continue it on. But we would love it if people like
1: what they hear and want to come back exactly. and listen. So, and then in our resumes, we'll be able to put, and podcast. Oh, uh, resume. I hope I never have <laughs> to do another resume.
0: So, all right. Well, have we'll a great have,
1: Thank week. you for listening. Thank you for
0: listening. We appreciate it. All right. Be Bye. kind. I appreciate you, Bob. Oh, I appreciate you, Beth. Thanks for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe. And don't forget, be kind.
1: And trust your gut.